Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Monday Live, presented by Feed Me More Nutrition Premium Supplements, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly for men and women, available on feedmemore.com. Save 20%. Always listening to this show or watching this show with discount code Ryback Show 20, Ryback Show 20 to save 20% on Feed Me More Nutrition. I am the big guy Ryback. I thank you guys for joining me once again. Streaming on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy Ryback 22. Uh, looks like we may hit 1.4 million on TikTok at any moment. And uh, that's a very cool thing as we continue to grow. Woke up to very good news today as I uh, was out back uh, with the dogs and uh, watering my fig tree. And uh, I looked at my Twitter and uh, I'd been verified finally. So I thank you all for the support and uh, persistence pays off there. Uh, the tweet that I put out with that uh, announcing that I've been verified um, is the best tweet that I've put out in, uh, just as far in general, as far as likes. Uh, it's gotten over whatever a thousand something, which is still very low, but it's a lot better than it was. And, uh, a few other posts have done. Okay. Nothing great, but it, it may take a little time to get it going. We're going to wait and see. I got to talk to the other person that I worked with that helped with this and, uh, but persistence shut out the haters. You shut out the people that don't understand you block them. You keep doing, cause if we know what we want. And then we do the work to get what we want. And we don't worry about what anybody else says because somebody's always going to say something. And uh, and I get people that will try to hate and stop all day long. And if I see it, I just block it. And I keep on doing my thing. And uh, it's the only way to do it because the moment we stop um, and we start listening to those people, we then we stop doing what we need to do in our lives. And it's having a confidence in ourselves and it's not giving a shit what anyone else thinks or says. We just simply have to know what we want and know we're doing the right thing and believe in ourselves and, and stay persistent no matter how long it takes. And uh, so it's a step in the right direction on that. And everything is timing out really well. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what the future holds with everything. We got Super Chats coming in already. Super Chats coming in. Sammy Romero, thank you very much, my man. Greatly appreciated. That's some coffee right there. 
Uh, good to see everybody. Uh, thoughts on Ric Flair getting released? Uh, very misleading statement on your part there. Ric Flair uh, had asked to be released, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But again, who's to say what is true on any of that? Uh, but I mean, it's not like he's an active wrestler to begin with anymore. So, and he's not someone that was on TV regularly. But I anticipate he'll probably be doing some stuff with uh, AEW. And uh, as far as all that goes, if he, uh, if everything was true that he asked for his release, I would, I would, I would think he has something else um, lined up that would, uh, you know what I'm saying? He wouldn't just ask for his release just for for no reason. Um, he probably he has something else lined up and uh, needed to get released from WWE as far as that. So. Todd says, what's up, buddy? I told you, you made the dirt sheets your vid cracking your back as you was walking out and said, see you at WrestleMania. Well, I mean, even that statement's already inaccurate right there. I, I said SummerSlam. The, uh, and again, it was just a fun video with Dr. Carlos. Uh, we are going to probably be lining up uh, an appearance for right down the street from Allegiant Stadium. I'm waiting to get the details and to see if we, it goes through. There's a brand new bar about one minute from Allegiant Stadium. Uh, and what we're probably in the the wrestling promotion here, uh, FSW, uh, they're, they're going to help, it looks like, set it up where I'll get, I'll get paid to come in. Um, and they're going to promote like an after party, like the Ryback, feed me more shots, whatever we do, after party. But it's going to be a signing. Uh, for everyone to come in and do a meet and greet and a signing as well as have some drinks. And I'll probably uh, be getting a vehicle and, and not driving. And so I could have a little bit of fun because Dolph Ziggler is doing his comedy show that night right after SummerSlam. So I have a feeling this is going to be a major night out for me, um, which and maybe not, though, because I may have a lot of cash and I may need to, to not go out. But if I could figure out a way with that, I'm going to go from the after party, after meeting everyone and hanging out and having drinks with everybody, straight to Dolph's show, and then probably pull an all-nighter with the Zigman. If that's if that, if I was a betting man, I'm going to bet there's a good chance because Dolph's in town. I haven't had a hard party night in a long time. That may be the night. We're going to wait and see. So. But yeah, guys, the dirt sheets and things, their their job, it's again the WWE announcer video. I'm simply trolling. Guys, I'm not, I'm not, I I I don't know what else to tell people. Either you have common sense or you don't. I just think it's really funny. I want the video. And so TikTok, let's because here's what we're gonna do. Everybody on, on TikTok, if you can go to my WWE announcer contest video and please like and share that. And we need to get that to fall into the algorithm. If we get that to fall into the algorithm, it's going to take off. It did like 50-something thousand. It's not bad. Not bad at all. It, it's gotten good good traction. I'm in the top eight, I believe, on the WWE announcer contest. But my video is the newest. I got into it later than a lot of the other people that are in it. So I need my video to really, really take off. If it takes off with my following, 
it's going to blow the other ones out of the water, but I need it to fall into the algorithm. So if you can like and share that on TikTok of me doing the WWE announcer contest and all of you watch and go to the big guy Ryback 22 TikTok and like and share it if you have an account on there, it will greatly, greatly help. And uh, I just think it would be really funny that my announcing video gets the number one and they would just, if they, if they had to technically, if I won the contest, I don't know what the rules are, but I don't know anything about this. I just saw it and I go, I'm going to record this. I did it on the fly, literally one take. It was just like, and I go, oh, that's good. I'm going to keep that. So if it wins, I just think it'd be really funny that if I had to like go do the announcing thing, like, I just think it'd be hilarious, but it's not like I, those things that people are going to write and they, it's all about getting attention and I like it when I control and have fun and then people think it's serious, I do it all the time. They, there's a portion of wrestling fans that just don't understand my sarcasm and my sense of humor. They like think like this intense, angry Ryback, and they don't know that 90% of my posts typically have a sarcastic tone to it in one way or another. If I'm not putting out motivating, inspiring positive content like typically it's like i needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement i'm gonna laugh i'm gonna laugh and enjoy things and share it because that's what's gotten me through these times before it's a proven method and i share those that laughter but they just don't understand it so it is what it is on that but i i have a good time and you know i thought it was a pretty fun i thought it was pretty good justin roberts called me and he uh he was he was he was quite impressed. So I uh, even though I I did I think I'm stronger on the first names. And he goes, well, it's the last name that's the important one. I go, yeah, I didn't feel that I didn't I didn't I don't have that I don't have the experience on the last name. I'm really good on the first name, you know. But I got to really emphasize that last name a little more, and maybe you got to find my own style on that, you know. So, but one time on the fly. I thought it was a fairly decent, you know, ring announcing video. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, TikTok, I need your help. Get that video to fall into the algorithm. And uh, let's rock and roll. Piss a lot of God damn it. What do you mean, Ryback won the announcing contest? Uh, what are we going to call him? Ryback Reeves. Vince, he's going to win the trademark, sir. It's going to be awarded to him in January or February. So the only way we could use him is if we call him by his legal name, which we have failed to acknowledge since he's left, sir. We've continued to, to mail him his royalties under Ryan Reeves, despite him letting us know he is legally Ryback Reeves. Mm. Thank you very much, guys. Great to see all of you guys. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we've gotten rid of a lot of spammers. It's amazing how a lot of them keep coming in here. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Brian asked a uh, good question. Super chat from Christopher May. Thank you very much, buddy. Ryback, Brian asked, uh, how's the impressions and views on Twitter now? Are they doubled or tripled? Um, 
some posts are already doing significantly better. The engagement is um, better, and but I'm, the views. So the views are not um, views are up slightly on some videos. The views are up. Um, I believe it's at close to it's between three to four percent on the original tweet when I first realized it got verified. That tweet is doing all right. Um, it still should be significantly higher, just based off algorithms and what they state is their average. Uh, but I was informed through the people that I used that helped that took the embargo off the account that it may take a minute of things to get going, that the verification was the final process in it, and that I should see an uptick. I have seen an uptick today, though. But it, it's, again, for the following, it's not, it's nowhere near what it should be, but that could all be, it's based off now tweets being seen, people seeing me routinely, and then wanting to engage and interact. So if everything goes right, and I should, if, if it, I should be able to tell, like a lot of my funny stuff that I post on Instagram and TikTok that goes, like gets really good traction, goes viral. It will be interesting to see if that happens on Twitter because it's never happened once. But if you watch everybody else that does it, all these other accounts, a lot of them have don't have any of a following. They they take off because it's, it's finding the right video with, with the captions that I've proven that I know how to do. So it, it, like I go, eh, how does that only have 20 likes on Twitter? And, and it has, like, you know, 15 million on TikTok. The math doesn't add up. And then so, but different platforms, but you see other people do it. They get, get hundreds of thousands of likes or thousands of likes. So it's just going to be a wait and see um, if the account gets going on that. So the, it'll be nice. To, it'll be hopefully could start growing the Twitter account. And, uh, but man, I think this was like, I don't know if this was a year and a half, two years of trying to get this verification fixed. So uh, I'm sure though, the people that like to, to tweet me, they're all blocked. They can't see it that, uh, Oh, why are you not verified? You're not, you're not relevant. Okay. <laughs> but I thank you guys. Aiden, don't type too much in the chat. The chatter for questions, guys. We just literally talked about Ric Flair. Uh, Justin, we're waiting on the SummerSlam appearance. Um, I just had the phone call yesterday, and uh, they're trying to get it set up for after SummerSlam because it, it's um, people messaged me months ago, and I just go, no, I don't want to do anything. And then now I'm feeling really, really good. And the time I go, no, I want to do something. So they're trying to see if they can get it at this bar a minute down the road. So literally walking distance of Allegiant Stadium. They're going to flyer everything, come to the, the after party, meet Ryback, drinks, blah, 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 and see if they can get people to come in for a drink or two. Come see me for the meet and greet. It's a new bar, so they want some new business and uh, and see if we could work it all out. And then we would do like the meet and greet where it's like $25 for a picture, $25 for an autograph, or $40 for both. And then just, you know, hope that enough people come in and then do the meet and greet and get a drink or two. And then it'll be a win-win for everybody.
uh voice crack uh it's my theme song so i will i don't honestly i don't care what you think i do what i i honestly i've always gone by what i feel it's my song so i'll call it what i want but i appreciate it you're more than welcome to give your feedback i'm not i'm never gonna listen i tell you i just i i it's me my character and it makes more than enough sense to call it beyond meat on the table Thank you, Richard. Yeah, we did a lot of videos, um, a lot of uh, matches with the two-on-one where I was I shell-shocked two guys at a time. We did we did a lot. TikTok is a little down, and I don't know what's going on with TikTok. It's odd. TikTok will be like red hot, and then it goes ice cold at times. But when it's hot, it's hot. We I do do my autographs to the P.O. box, yes. I actually got to swing by there this week. Uh, I don't party at all. So, but if Dolph comes here, you know, this will end up being like the first time in like two, two and a half years, maybe even three. So, and they would just be drinking. It won't be anything, nothing crazy. And even that, I wouldn't even just be nothing crazy anymore. I'm at the point where like, it's not, it's not worth it. Shoulders doing a, a lot better. Um, I had a good training day today. I broke up a lot more scar tissue. Um, I got my double appointments on Thursday this week with Dr. Carlos and Dr. Sean. So I'll get a few training sessions in prior. Um, and I got a lot. I did a lot of scar tissue work today. I got a lot to do after this. I sometimes debate. Rec recording these shows kind of mess me up a little bit sometimes. I need to be on that softball as much as possible. And but this is also part of my job where it definitely tied in to feed me more nutrition and it it definitely helps when I put these shows out routinely. So it's I look at this as part of my job uh, during the day to do these as much as I humanly possible. But I'm also torn where I need to be on that softball as much as possible. Vegas weather is nice. I think it, about one one oh five ish, one oh three, one oh five ish, um, which is more than I'm more than okay with that. It's when it gets up to that 113, 114, 115, 116, 117, 117, geez, it's it's kind of miserable. And you just stay in. And I got my my electric and solar bill for last month. I just paid it the other day. Oh, it's expensive. I got I got I got a pretty big house too. So it was uh what did I pay? It was like seven hundred dollars for the <laughs> It's stupid. And I, I'm conservative. I keep the air set at 80, but I drop it to 76 upstairs at night to sleep. I can't. And I'm that's really comfortable for me. Um, but the damn that that was probably going to be the most expensive month of the year. This next bill will be expensive also, but it should be a little less because as long as we don't get hit, because we had like a week of like 115, 116, 117 that week causes the air just to stay on pretty much all day. And I'm just like, every time I hear the air kick on, I'm like, oh, there's another 20. <laughs> yeah, take it easy, guys, on the dam.
Yeah, no spamming, guys. If you spam, I just block you. I don't. We don't have really have time for that. I just want to talk. Have a good time, guys. Health, fitness, supplementation, nutrition, mindset. See what what happens. A little pro wrestling. Uh, we talked about. There's an actual podcast, Daniel, on the Bray Wyatt being released. I don't want to repeat things on shows. Uh, Michael, yes, I went full vegan. I'm actually. This is tomorrow. Will be next Tuesday. Will be one year of being full vegan, and absolutely the best decision I could have ever made. Jose says, "Would you ever consider adoption if you don't have kids?" Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I could never. I would never want to raise kids that were not mine. Just can't do it. Can't do it. I, I would rather raise dogs. Absolutely big, huge no. I, I, I would have kids before I would adopt kids, and I, I'm more than capable of having kids. Not, would not, do not believe, and just no, no. And I, I love people that do. I stay true to myself. would never want to raise somebody else's kids. And I say that very confidently. I believe we are overpopulated beyond, like it's, it's we're, I think there needs to be regulations and rules on having children. I can't state this enough. We are full-blown in idiocracy right now, and it's going to only get worse. It's, it's getting far worse. We have allowed the wrong people to reproduce for too long. And it's too, it's too dangerous, too dangerous under the current system that we live in. And we're seeing the results. I think you need to have certain things in place need to be able to pass certain mental tests before you reproduce the most important decision you could ever make. Um, and, and just, it is terrifying to me knowing what I know and seeing what I've seen with meth heads having eight, nine, 10 kids, drug addicts in the hospitals and friends that work in the hospitals telling me these people are in there every year having more kids, people having kids on purpose to stay on welfare. We are in a dangerous situation with the current system. And we need to fix things ASAP so that in that, because it's going to take many, many years for that to balance out. <clears throat> Congratulations on being plant-based for two years. It's a, it's just an entirely, I mean, it's a life-changing situation. And when you realize how, how much of a positive impact it has on your life in every area. What else is going on? Hello, hello. Yeah, I don't really, the marriage thing is kind of, I don't really, not, that's just something the state, profits the state. I think two people could be together and make commitment, a commitment to each other without getting the a piece of paper. And then I think it's, I've just seen too many people with it lose everything. And it's, um, <clears throat> yeah, everything is profit just has been turned into a business to making money and all that. I just think, I think the marriage is the irrelevant and a factor of having children as far as with people. I think there just needs to be certain rules and, and regulations. And it's, I mean, it's, that's a, it's a serious discussion. 
But I mean, we we're, we're getting to the point. I, don't be shocked. I, I I do think it, at some point it's going to happen here. Has to, has to. We're going down a very dangerous path. No, I I don't. I'll never have a goatee. Not that I I like. I honestly just like I like being consistent with the way that I look, and I I like the beard and the bald head. That's just that's I I I feel like myself with this. Bangladesh, hello. Uh, Bangladesh, you look familiar. I don't know how you got back in, but I'm going to block you. You're the guy that spammed the other day. I don't really watch any sports outside of I'll, I'll catch a football game. And by a game, like some plays, maybe put a little hockey on uh, during the playoffs, but not not too much. I don't watch, I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, I'll watch a little bit of wrestling. Even when I watch, like, I can't watch all of, like, Raw. I could watch, I, I try to watch as much Dynamite as possible to be stay caught up on that show um, and the talent on that show. But WWE, I'll just catch some matches here and there. And uh, if that, and then oftentimes I'll just turn on, when I watch WWE programming, I turn the sound down unless it's somebody that I want to specifically, if they're doing a promo or somebody that, uh, something that whatever I want to see, but I, I typically turn the commentary off when I watch it just for my own sanity. And it's just, that's just what I prefer. Sophie and little guy are doing absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. They're, they're doing very, very well. What's going on? I do believe the planet will eventually switch over to electric and there will be a lot of things. The food is the major issue right now. And I do, I'm, I'm actually switching over. I have a Tesla Cybertruck on uh, reserved, the tri-motor. Um, and I don't know if that, they say at the end of the year, they're going to start delivering them. But I have a feeling it, it, they said like the mass production won't start until next year. And so I'll be trading in. Uh, my gas vehicles uh, for the truck and, uh, and switching over. Cause I, I think they get close to 600 miles per charge on that. And, uh, and we'll start transitioning over. Uh, I, I wanted to go, I wanted to go get a Jeep, but the Jeeps they have use partial gas and partial electric. And I just figure I go, if I'm going to do it, I want to go all the way. But I think uh, from a world standpoint, the food and then people is the major issue going vegan. And then I think, vehicles, the people that are able to switch over to electric, um, it, it's going to be a process and it's going to take time. And, uh, but I'm just, I can, if I'm able to do it, I want to do it. And, uh, you know, and I think over time we're going to, if the right decisions are made from the top, um, and people have enough time to start transitioning over, uh, it will be, it'll happen more efficiently, but I'm trying to stay ahead of the curve because it's, uh, last thing you want is to like be told you have to by a certain point then it's just all out chaos but i think we're a long ways from that still but yeah so that's doing my part on that and you know unfortunately like airplanes and stuff everything's 
you know, with gas, but those actually don't contribute nearly as much as, as the other things. So, uh, Vegas is pretty much mask free. They're, they're making, I think, I think employees have to wear them, but like a lot of employees have the mask with the holes in them. I think, and then most of the people are choosing not to wear them. I think if you go like into a Walgreens, you'll see a lot of people wearing them. I think like Walgreens required, you have to actually put them back on going in. Some of the stores did have, some of them haven't. Uh, I think the ones that have it, like people are just doing their thing, which I'm, I'm more than support on all of that. So I've said from the beginning with all of this guys, if they were truly interested in this, if this, if there wasn't other things going on, N95 mask would have been mass produced from the very beginning. Instead, they made those not available to the public and they've yet to mass produce them and make them available. So then you ask yourself, and then they have that Fauci guy saying, oh, masks don't work. They created all this confusion. It's, it, it, anyone with common sense just sees this and just goes, this is so stupid. But 87% of the world, based off the numbers I've seen, is on a low vibrating scale and is easily misled. That's just far too dangerous. So it is what it is. They got, they're also paying celebrities. And so when you see people on Twitter and things promoting the vaccine and different things, a lot of these people are being paid to do it. And that information has just come out here recently. Uh, WWE, when they put that commercial on TV to go get the vaccine using their stars, they were paid to put that out there. So it is, there's just a lot of shady stuff going on. I wish everyone the best. Do what you feel you need to do. And uh, I haven't been sick in almost nine years. And I, I, and I don't intend to get sick. So, uh, and I don't know one healthy, strong person that has been. But there's a lot of things where people need to take precautions, and and I understand that, but the world should never shut down. We need to stay open. Money is oxygen. We cannot take that away. There are severe repercussions for doing what we have done um, that many people will never, ever recover. The majority of the people that died were going to die anyways from the flu or something else, and that's just a fact. And it's unfortunate, and I know there's other things, but death is a part of life. And when death is going to find you, it's going to find you one way or another. They have failed to acknowledge that. And we have decided to track one form of death. Whereas I promise you, if we decided to, to, to track every form of death, we can create massive fear and hysteria in everyone. And when we're not tracking the death, we're tracking cases. Because it's more convenient to track the cases when the deaths are down. So you do what you feel you need to do. I'm going to continue to rock and roll and live my life, um, and, I'm, and I'm more than confident in the things that I speak of. Uh, Conor McGregor does not plan on returning in October that anything that I've seen. Um, I think that, I, I don't think he will have any idea when he's returning until he is completely cleared and then he needs to then get in, in fighting shape. He's training. There's no doubt. He's going to come back. He's already training and doing everything. That's exactly when I did my ankle stuff. That's exactly what I did. I just kept going right away. And uh, even though I had a lot of nerve damage and things from the thing, he seemed to have a very successful surgery with the break. Um, and he had similar equipment put into his leg that I had, actually. Um but which they had to take out because they ended up 
ripping my myofascial tissue, then putting the two screws through the perineal and superficial nerve. He didn't have any of that. So he just had the bone stuff. My bones did heal really, really quick. I was taking a whole food calcium supplement as well. I doubled up on that and my bones, I remember they did x-rays like it two and a half or three months and they go, your bones are already healed. And I remember just thinking like, oh, there's, I couldn't even walk. I was in a wheelchair and, but I was getting electrocuted and I go, yeah, there's a lot of other issues going on. The bones are the least of my worries at this point, but I think he, he's going to bounce back quick, but he's going to need time. Um, October, so there's no way. Not even, I don't even, there's not even, the break's got to heal. And, and I mean, be really secure. Then you got to go through training, fight camp, everything. I don't, I don't see that being the case. India, thank you very much. I ask that you don't spam the chat with stuff like that, guys. We try to save these chats for questions for the people that genuinely have questions, guys. Go ahead and clean some of that up for you. And I don't hate any of you that I block. I just don't have time for the games, guys. Um, hey, Chandon, it's nice to meet you. Um, I'm going to block you too, though. But at least I said your name. Justin Manistillo, New Jersey, says, yo, what's going on, bud? Hello, hello. Put user in timeout. Um. Yeah, so the small animals dying in crop production, they could actually clean a lot of that up too and and do things as far as protecting the crops a little better and, and with protection with the crops. But yeah, the goal is to grow more crops over time with that. But the, the thing about that is, and not saying that system's perfect or anything, but we're not purposely torturing and slaughtering animals you know on purpose like as far as it but that is something that would have to be regulated and again it's like the factory farming it's all bullshit on how any of this ever came into fruition it's the same thing with crops there needs to be rules and regulations to protect animals on things and you could do it you could do it with that you know and i understand the circle of life and things but under our current system ideally the more people that grow their crops or buy, you know what I'm saying? That they can, not everyone's going to obviously have that, that capability, especially in the majority of people won't. But I think those that do, I think that helps with, with certain things. But, you know, we live in a very odd world that is, like I said, we've reproduced and we've set up systems. Um, we could always do better. And I think it's up to them. To, to really, with rules and regulations, protect some of the smaller animals. You know, I don't see how, why you'd have to necessarily, if you build the correct protection, you know, if the government funded that, like they fund the meat and dairy industry to keep that so damn cheap while they're destroying the planet, we could build proper protection for the crops to keep the, to, the smaller animals out where we wouldn't have to kill them, I believe. 
Good to see all of you. Uh, Fabian says, Ryback, when you block someone, does that mean they can't watch your vids uh, ever? Uh, I would imagine. I'm not too concerned about it. I don't give it too much thought. I just, I don't like certain things, mindsets. If that's the kind of pe pe person watching, I'd rather them not be able to have access. They're going to find it anyways, but I don't want them having access to the chat. Uh, Ryback, would you ever do a supernatural gimmick? I did do that with the Ryback Terminator gimmick, actually, where it was uh, like very Terminator selling and things of that nature. Uh, a gimmick like The Fiend or Undertaker. And what do you think about those gimmicks? Just curious. Thanks. Uh, I love them. I think uh, a character like The Fiend, though, the that it's a character that should come in with like a two-year game plan or a year-and-a-half game plan, um, and you do business, win the championship, have a very strong reign. Like, I wouldn't have booked that. Like, I wouldn't have had him lose ever until he finally lost and then disappeared and have him destroyed so that he could come back under a different character. I like those characters for short term as far as two years or under. I think in where even a year is fine if you do it right and then have it go and then it is what it is. I think, you know, obviously Undertaker, um, Undertaker's was nowhere near the level of the fiends. Um, but maybe early on he was in a way, and then he adjusted it to be able to work with more people and because you don't want to paint yourself in a corner with that as well. Um, where like the fiend, I feel like they did that by making him unstoppable at a point. And then all of a sudden he's getting beat by like finishers And when at first it took like 10 finishers and you know what I'm saying? That's where you, that's where proper storytelling needs to take place where you don't have that happen until the very end and have him written off of TV so that the character served its purpose. The right person goes over at the very end he has his all his moments. You do a hell of a lot of merchandise, and then you 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 adjust, which he would have been more than capable of doing, and he will do. So, but as far as long term with that, then it starts getting odd when you start losing with that kind of character. Then you know it, it makes it very very difficult to book that um, and have it make sense. Once you've had it not make sense, it's really difficult to make it go back and make sense. If that makes sense, yeah. right back psychology. Good question, though. Uh, I like Roman Reigns. I think he's doing amazing work. Um, wrestlers are going to do whatever they want to do as far as their finishers. Uh, I protect my finisher very much. Only Big Show's the only guy that's ever kicked out of shell shock. It's I've learned to, like, I handle my business. Other wrestlers have to handle their business. As long as I handle my business accordingly, everything will be all right. I don't lose any sleep thinking about that kind of stuff. It's none of my, I don't care. At the end of the day, people are going to do what they think they need to do. Good to see everyone on Instagram and TikTok. Diego calling me poppy. Hello, hello, TikTok. I see all of you guys. Thank you very much. Question from your father. Would I say I'm as strong as I was when I was 25? Uh, I think if my shoulder, once it's fine, yes. 
I don't feel I've lost any strength as far as like from like aging or anything. I think though I need like my left side's extremely strong. I don't train as heavy for my right side until the mechanics or everything are good. But yeah, I feel every bit as strong. You know, I went and when I, you know, again, when I, I did the workout like video with Nick Best, which wasn't ideal, my back was still messed up. And I walked in there, literally hadn't been squatting nowhere near, like, and I, I couldn't even get my arm for the barbell. My arm was so, that's when my, my shoulder was so jacked up in those videos. Uh, and walked in and squatted 550. And I hadn't done that in, in I don't know how long on that, but like, and that was just on, that's pretty much on the fly. So like, and that, that's not me at my strongest or anything that, that was like just in the moment. And that is like, Oh, let's try that. Okay. And then do it. And then rack pulling eight, 900 pounds and leg pressing 13, 1400 pounds. And, you know, but I don't need to be doing that. I've learned. I, and I see a lot of the people that train like that, they burn out and they're done. And pro wrestlers have to be very specific with their training. I'm focused on being as big and strong as possible with the maximum endurance. If that makes sense, that is in because I'm more than strong enough to do anything to any pro wrestler. But I need it's there's specific training, so that's my mindset. And uh, that I want to be able to train all the way until the end, you know. And people that do that right, you know, like you look at the bodybuilder Jay Cutler. I don't agree with the drug use at all, but he stays very consistent because. He never overdid it. Whereas you look at like a Ronnie Coleman, I say he's broken down and burned out. He went too hard and, and maxed out too much and um, and not taking time off with the back stuff. And like, and, you know, I admire that he, he, he trains still. I think you have to adjust for health because he's only going to get worse with every year of age that he gets. And it's already like, it's, it is what it is. But that's my mindset on it that I try to have. Sonny Lamont, good to see you, buddy, oh, big guy. When you come back, would you consider adding a signature submission hold? I think it would uh, match your character. Uh, absolutely, yes, I already have one particular submission finish. Um, I've used it on the independence a little bit. when, uh, But uh, I will be doing more submissions. I And I wanted to do that in WWE. I was told no. I was told no. I was told no. Ryback doesn't do submissions. So, and then I, I tried to get it. I wanted to go. I want to get a submission over. So for whatever reason, they did not want that. It's not like I don't. Guys, doing holds and all that is so easy. I don't know if you know that. It's not like I always am amused when like the crowd will chant like you can't wrestle at people and whatnot. It's like it's professional wrestling. It's not like like what. What do you mean? What what is your you know what is your what do you what can't we do exactly? Because we can grapple all day long. That's all training was when it was starting. That's very easy. So, all right, guys. Got a lot of today. We got a lot of odd users. Yeah, John Cena actually was pinned by Shell Shock. I'm one of the few men that have a pinfall victory over John Cena. I'm actually also the uncrowned WWE champion. Um, our last man standing match. I was the last man standing. Uh, the company failed 
to award me the title though in that. So that's why I think I've proven time and time again, I'm, I'm the greatest big guy in the world. All right, good to see some of you guys. It's not so good to see some of you others. Stratos, I agree with you 100% on the on the government and everything going on. I think proper nutrition education. Honestly, I do think things are changing. Um, and there's more and more people have woken up to what is going on. Um, and more and more kids are choosing to be vegan than ever before by choice from learning the, the, the information and not wanting, choosing to not want to harm or eat animals. And then all the research points, you're also going to live longer and be healthier. So it's a win-win. And I think over time, that number is just going to continue to grow. I think there's going to get to a point. So wherever the money goes is how what, what dictates the way things go. Once the lab-grown meat is fully operational, you're going to see big corporations fund the stem cell-grown organic meat and chicken and fish. And they're going to pull out, the government will pull out from, from factory farming and it's going to go extinct. And it's, but it's not going to be for doing the right thing. It's all going to be for money. Um, but the good news with that is, is the meat, like I don't think meat's going anywhere. I think meat, chicken, fish will all be organic, lab grown, stem cell grown meat, which is, which they show is pure and clean, cleaner than anything you can get today. So I think that is a, a very, a very good thing. Uh, yeah, vegans get vitamin B12 um, uh, nutritional yeast is fortified with a ton of B vitamins um, with that. As far as, you know, the, the animal products that you're eating, the animals, they got to be injected with B12. That's how humans get their B12 from animals is the animals are injected with it. So they're not naturally don't have the levels of B12 that you would need either. Um, and that's from everything that I've seen. There's a lot of good information from the James Wilkes on that, on the game changers with all of that on Joe Rogan's podcast. But uh, a lot of the things you see about them, them talking about, it, it just makes you scratch your head. Once you, you know, I think people will look for information to try to justify their behavior without having to change. And then, but once you realize and do it and see, you go, Oh, okay. We've been lied to. Ryback, what self-help book would you recommend for success? Uh, so I'm going to go The Secret by Rhonda Byrne uh, and then 10X, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. I think if you can master a positive mindset with a 10X work ethic, and I'm going to follow that up with Be Obsessed or Be Average by Grant Cardone. So I think if you can have a positive mental attitude more often than not and learn the importance of doing the work that Grant talks about in various ways, you set yourself up uh, for success. But I think a positive mindset in learning that happiness comes from within ourselves. And I'm going to throw in some stuff from Gary Vaynerchuk as well uh, about finding your passion in things that you love 
quit giving a shit about what anyone else thinks. Simply do what you like the most, right? As far as not, but not hurting anyone or anything, but like just hobby wise, things that you choose you want to do and go all in on them. And, and that everyone's different. Everyone, you got people that are, that are musically beyond talented. You got people that are able to sing, you know, just above and beyond anything I'll be able to ever do on that end. And then you got other people that are good at other things. Find the thing that you're good at that you enjoy the most and go all in on it. But a positive mental attitude and a 10x work ethic will set you up for success. And like I said, just understanding that happiness uh, is inside of us at all times. And we all have the, the ability to unlock that at any given time. Uh, what's up, Haas? Uh, two questions. Was there anyone you hated taking a bump from? No. Nothing that I could think. I'll say taking, but I'll say, you know, taking a choke slam could be pretty jarring uh, at times because it's just a different, your big show launch you up there too. And you, I, I tried to jump as high as I could. Uh, we got up pretty good on those. Um, and I think the first time I ever got power bombed by the shield on the mat, I go, oh, shit. <laughs> Because it was, it's a different, like, until, like, usually you tuck your head, but it, it's an easy bump to not tuck your head good because um, you're kind of coming down in a certain way. Um, and it depends on how, too, how, how you're coming down. But I remember those were the two, like, where I go, it didn't, like, wasn't hurt or anything, but you just, you feel them. I love all elite wrestling. I'm very happy for everyone involved. And I think there's nothing but great for the pro wrestling industry. Trying to get to these super chats. All right, another super chat. Frederick, what's up, Frederick Brooks? I'm a huge fan. I don't care who you sign with. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the ring again. Your thoughts on what happened to The Fiend? I talk about that on the other podcast. He's literally devoted to the beginning of the show. Um, it's from whatever day that happened. The weekend? Was it the weekend or the Friday podcast? But it's in the title, the Bray Wyatt discussion. Um but yeah, it happened. I think he's, like I said, one of the most creative guys. Uh, and uh, I have a lot of information I know that when I was there, it, it's just unfortunate. I don't like to see what's going on going on. I don't buy the budget cuts thing because the revenue that he's bringing in far surpasses his downside. I don't care what his downside is. The revenue he is bringing in overall with the Fiend Bray Wyatt brand is making the company money. So there's something else going on. I don't, not entirely sure it from the outside looking in, it seems like they're, they're cutting numbers in a certain way in a, in a way that where it would be um, optimal for them to sell at some point. But also I've also heard different things and talking to different people that I know that this is also could be a tactic by Vince McMahon to release some big talent that he knows AEW is going to sign and for them to spend a bunch of money on people um, all at once or over a short period of time. Um, but I, like I said, the thing with that is, is that's fine. 
because the revenue they're going to bring in overall, if they merchandise them right, will surpass their downside. So you're giving a company names and people that even if they say, say they even got, and, and I don't know what the money being thrown around is or given to guys. I want it to be as much as possible. Just say they just said for clean numbers, they give guys a million dollar downside per year. Just say that's what it was. I don't think that is for the majority of people. I think some are getting good money and some above that. But through merchandising, action figures, video games, when all this stuff is in place, that revenue starts coming in from those talents. They they make that back. They make, you, you, they make way over that. And I tell you that based off my experience on seeing numbers brought in. Now, now people make more than other talent. And that's up to the promotion to have an idea on that going in. Like, is this guy going to be a, a merchandise mover? Is this guy a guy that can sell action figures? You know, AEW doesn't necessarily have the data bringing guys in because WWE has those numbers. But they also, Cody's very smart in these guys. They know. They could, they have a sense that they go, no, this guy can move stuff, especially if we use them right. It, it We're going to make this more than, you know. So I when I hear that, I go, but they're going to just make more money with these guys. And now and it's elevating the rest of the roster, having more um, talent. So I don't fully understand what's going on. It, it, but also, you, we don't know if he asked for his release or if there was something else going on. I, I just don't know. But it was it was definitely shocking. And it makes me unhappy because this is why I say with pro wrestlers, you want to make as much money from your first year on because what WWE will do is they try to get you to sign the lowest amount possible. A lot of guys sign their first three to five years on really, really low downsides, probably the lowest in any sport. I would say the lowest in any sport as far as for under contract talent like that, where and some of them will make a little more than that because they'll be used better than others. But where they try to say like, well, you know, it takes it's going to take you five, six, eight, ten years before you can start making a higher downside. You're seeing what they're doing. I don't know if they're trying to send a message to people like, hey, don't negotiate high downsides because we could possibly get rid of you. So I don't know what's going on. I look at all this as an inside person that's been with them since I was 22. Things are different now than they seem to have been in the past. And I, and I don't, I don't fully know what's going on. I do. I will say it will be AEW's gain getting a guy like Bray Wyatt hands down, no questions asked. And uh, I personally think him going to the dark order would make uh, a lot of sense and it would get him out of the fiend character and it would allow him instantly uh i think it elevates that group instantly um and he's very funny and entertaining and creative and i think the dark order stuff that like uh luke uh, brody lee was doing continues on with bray bray windham in a in a cool way and it makes sense right with everything so that's what i kind of personally would like to see but at the end of the day we'll have to, to wait and see what happens wwe may try to renegotiate with these guys and get them to come in lower. I, I don't think the guys will do it. I think they would want to, they're going to be insulted and move on, but crazier things have happened. My opinion, my opinion.
Big E is very, very strong as well. Hey, Amber, uh, what resources did you use when you first went vegan? Like any good websites or places to find info that you could recommend? Uh, so, again, it's following vegan accounts. Uh, Robert Cheek is a very good one. This is his book, The Plant-Based Diet. Uh, I just started reading and then uh, looking like and I worked with a nutritionist as well through BioAccelerator where they kind of like led me to the protein foods. So, cause that was my, I go, it was, that's my main, I got to learn the protein foods. Then I, I started learning, like it's all been a process. Um, but we got some good blogs up on my website, feedmemore.com for feed me more nutrition. All the blog content is free, but under the nutrition section and blogs, there's, there's some, some good articles. I think that will get you some good information and maybe help lead you down the right path. But following vegan accounts on social media is a very good way. And like Pinterest has a lot of great vegan recipes. So you then, and like this book has a lot of the recipes in it as well. So in one book will typically lead you to another book. Uh, and I don't even remember, I got to go look at my phone, which I'm recording on TikTok. But I just like, I'd find a vegan book, I'd listen to it, I'd get some information on it. I'd get another one. And then it's like, I started putting my diet together on my macros to get my similar macronutrients that I was getting on the other diet, but through the vegan way. And then like now I learned to eliminate as much processed foods as possible. I buy all my beans beforehand, my rice, I buy, I buy black rice. I buy my lentils, my quinoa occasionally. I cook these things in advance and put them in big bowls for the week for the refrigerator. I have my plant-based meats. I'm a big fan of using those strategically to up the protein numbers. And they're very good. There's and there's ones that are better than others, but the no evil chicken I love. Uh, the Beyond Meat sausage is absolutely fantastic. My new favorite thing is the Gardein uh, plant-based beef crumbles. Absolutely tastes like the real thing. Uh, I actually want to get some taco seasoning for it and do some stuff. It's so good that I do with my performance meals on that. And then it's finding your vegetables and, and having a diverse diet. You know, like my last meal of the night will be a thing of cashew milk, blueberry yogurt, very low carb, just one of those little small packs. I take that, I put that in a bowl. I put um, a serving of hemp parts, a serving of chia seeds, and then I'll take about a scoop, a serving and a half of seitan, which is vital wheat gluten, which is just pure protein on that. And I put a little bit of water in there. I stir it all together in a bowl. I'm getting 50 grams of protein plus in that low carb with healthy omega-3 fats from the hemp, hemp seeds and some from the chia seeds on that as well with the protein. And then I'll do two servings of barbecue pistachios, which is another 12 grams of protein. Well, I'm getting 62 grams of protein easy my last meal of the night. And I could up that with a little more seitan, but I've cut back a little bit because I've I'm, I'm been dieting and I've found that I don't need nearly as much protein as what I thought, which a lot of the experts will tell you, but they go, it's going to take you time to get that through your head based off of the conditioning. And, and it's, that's what I found. The longer that I do this, I go, Oh, these people are right. <laughs> so um, it's just learning the foods and then finding the balance with your macronutrients and the right, the right vegetables and greens. Uh, but you'll find that you process carbohydrates more efficiently on a vegan diet. And everyone I've known and ever talked to, especially when you eat clean, healthy foods. And I'm not talking about like, 
I see people all the time. There's different levels of being vegan too. You got people that like went from eating animals to just eating junk vegan food all the time. And they're, they're, they're not as healthy as they, they should be. Right. And it, it is what it is. Everyone has a different thing. I found though, eating the foods that we've been provided as much as possible will truly like, and I love food tastes better to me now than it did because I'm getting, I get energized with every meal from the micronutrients and the antioxidants. And so food is life is energy. Food is energy. Fix our food. We fix our mood. We fix our mood. We fix our motivation. We fix our motivation. We're more productive. We're more productive. We're more successful. We're more successful. We're happier. It's, 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 it's not a secret. And so that's where I, I look at it from the very, our very existence of what we are is energy. So, and then if we can, the quicker we can view things like that, the better our decisions will be more often than not, not always, but more often than not. But that would be my suggestions to kind of get started. Robert Cheek, and then follow some of the people he follows and has interactions with, like start becoming engaged in his community and other vegans that you find. And you'll really start, the information will find you. I promise you. And then you'll see another book. You're like, hey, oh, that book, Unfuck Your Health. I can't remember. Um, there's another guy. Damn it. He's great. And uh, I'm sorry, I forget his name off the, but it's, he has a it, very intelligent guy. And it, you're going to start getting the information you need in pieces. It's not going to happen all overnight, but you're going to, a year from now, you're going to be thinking in a much different way. And then a year from that, you're going to be thinking in a much different way, but you've opened yourself up to the information and it will continue to find you. I promise you. Hello. Hello. I appreciate all of you guys. As always, feed me more nutrition available on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code Ryback Show 20, Ryback Show 20. If you want to show your love and support, please buy Feed Me More Nutrition, vegan friendly, no artificial sweeteners or colors, guys. And yeah, it's it's the best supplements on the planet. Paul Estrada, thank you very much for the $20 super chat. Feed me more. Where's your comment? I want to pull you up, bud. I like to pull up the the super chats. Hold on. I see that other one as well. Paul Estrada. Thank you very much, my man. Always try to get to these super chats. Another one here. Uh, Uncle Snizzle says, how difficult is it to get through a live promo designed for a positive reaction when the crowd is reacting negative, not as planned hijacking? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a time uh, not overly difficult if you just know you if you know the lines. Um, and a lot of the stuff on TV, you're instructed to just do your promo. Um, and there's ways that you can engage with the audience a little bit, but you got to be careful because you're on a time frame too. And a lot of performers, the professional ones, I've seen it where people don't, and they completely screw up the times of the show and take away from time from the segment after them. And it, it's one of the most it, it was something to me. I, I was always proud. I was very efficient on hitting my times. Uh, I take it very personal when a talent goes over on their time. If a talent goes under, I'm more than fine getting out of time. When a talent goes under, it's where or goes over is where you get like. And there were some 
and I'm not, I'm not even going to get into it. There were just some people that were notorious for going over and they were very selfish and they were not, they were not as well liked um, overall. And it, cause it, it pisses, it, it messes up the whole show. So you tend not to try to, to go get too off track with all of that. So you go through your lines, you deliver your promo and I've seen it like, obviously with WWE, it depends. The crowd changed even as I was there. And became more annoying uh, throughout the course of my career, just at different times. Like you could do live events, so and you're massively cheered, and then you go to TV and you have more of that internet crowd. And it's an ent- entirely different audience. But they're also they're very odd because they will they will try to screw around, but they will they'll be the first ones to switch over when you start doing your deal. Like it would happen all the time. You've ever watched anytime Gold, Goldberg chant would start. Outside of when I was when I was a heel, but babyface, watch me turn them like that when I would go into my stuff. Happened every time, and they would be as loud as that. So it's like sometimes you just realize they're just doing things to make noise, and they're trying to get themselves over. And it is what it is. You just do your business. You go on to the next town. You you, you know. But live events usually are really good because crowds are there to have a good time. And uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Man of Steel. Let's see. I got to pull you up, but it's not. It's not. It's not overly difficult. Not overly difficult. Where'd that other super check go? There it is. Man of Steel. Justin, sir, verified thoughts on celery juice. Also, do you soak your chia seeds? You know what? I don't soak my chia seeds, but I'd soak like the beans and the, I even soaked the lentils for a few hours. I think I soaked the lentils for six hours the other day. They came out great, better than when I didn't soak them. So I recommend soaking lentils. Um, No, but I'll look that up and I'll see about soaking the chia seeds and then putting them in a um, a bowl for the week. If the texture guy, imagine they, they are plumper and, and not, like I eat them in the yogurt, so they actually taste really good how they are in the yogurt. Um, but I will look at that in doing that. Celery juice as well. I just eat celery straight. I cut it up and put it in my meals usually once a day. Uh, but celery juice is, is I think anytime with juicing, though, you're losing a portion of nutrients and fiber. Um, but you can still, there's still, it's still beneficial in other ways, right? So it's just a matter of as long as I, I don't think you should replace certain things for juicing all the time. But if you just enjoy like a, a green juice and celery and you're getting your fiber and throughout other meals and like, fine, that's like, but you know, I think some people take juicing to a different level and you strip the food of the fiber, which the fiber also helps metabolize the sugars and things in a more efficient way. And not celery, it's not a high sugar food, but just in general, the juicing. But yeah, I think celery juice is more than cool, man. I'm more than no problem with it at all. I've had it in different drinks too. And, and I, I like it. Uh, will the what chance ever stop? So annoying. It's like they're uh, ADD. It's ruined promos. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think also it's uh there's ways to interact with that and have fun with it but if you're loud the problem is is the crowd if the crowd doesn't let you get back on track 
in delivering your promo, that's where, you know, because at the end of the day, you have a job to do for the TV audience and to progress storylines and things. And when a crowd is just trying to be difficult to be difficult, it's actually, it's like going to a comedy show and, and, and interrupting the, the comedian, right? Over and over and over again and not letting him tell his jokes or if he's getting ready to do the punchline and then they start like uh, drowning him out. And, you know, it, it's very offensive. And, and there's just like certain unwritten rules where you like, you're going, you're playing, yeah, you're a fan, but you're going to be a fan and to enhance the show based off what you're seeing. Now, there's always going to be ways where you have opportunities to go against it, right? But like, there's just certain things that common sense say like, hey, maybe let's not do that during this. But as we all know, common sense has gone out the window, <laughs> in my opinion. India, what's going on? All right, guys, with that, we are wrapping up today's show. I got to go get more work done, take the dogs out, and uh, more softball scar tissue work uh, as well. Gum, okay, I'm just going to block you. Don't blame the crowd, blame the wrestlers. No, Gum, I'm just going to block you because I think I think you're some, one of those guys that are doing that, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> anyways, guys, again, TikTok, if you guys – can help me on the WWE announcer contest video. Like that, share it, duet it, do anything you can to get that video rocking and rolling. We want it to fall onto the TikTok algorithm on my account, the big guy Ryback22, and make it the number one video. I am trolling 100% on this. I think it will be hysterical if the video gets to number one, though. I've seen some people thinking I'm desperate and need money, even though this contest, you are not making money to be the announcer. Um, but this is what we deal with on a daily basis. Uh, so I'm having a good time with it. And uh, I wanted I wanted to get to number one because I think it's pretty funny. And uh, I thank you all for listening as always. Feed me more nutrition, feedmemore.com. Get your orders in 20%. We got our spin and win wheel and deal. Spin the wheel. Let's make a deal up to 25, 30, 35% off. And you can sign up for my text and email messages once a week that you get exclusive discounts not made available anywhere else. During the week, no spam, just a message of positivity and a discount. Typically, guys, you get 25% off your next two orders signing up for those as well. So sign up, get your discounts, plenty of ways to save on Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. And thank you as always. Let's have a great night. Stay hungry. Feed me more. <laughs>